You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Uh, I'm John, I'm your host for tonight and we have a threesome tonight. Not that kind of threesome. Uh, We've got Hamish on and we've got Craig on. Evening guys. Good evening. Hello, I like how you forgot your name in the intro there, John. Did I forget that? Yeah, well, I was maybe going to get myself a different name. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to quite decide. I'm um, John. Well, to be fair, I, I do talk about it sometimes. About, some, I don't I keep often listen, listen back to the podcast, but I do say M and A quite a lot. I have noticed that. Yeah, it's so, natural. So maybe I should have said um, my name is Mike. Um, for Mike, giving myself a different name. What you need to do is you need to know that, that the secret is that we edit out any of the silences. So if you're ever going to say M, you just go for a, a big long silence. Big it doesn't work silence. in real life, but it works here. It's seamless. All right. You'd be all right if your name was Eminem. Eh? Ah. Kaboom. <laughs> uh, I'm only wearing my first beard as well tonight. I've got a, a wee German number, Vastainer. What about you guys? The uh, heavy Nescafe today after overindulging yesterday. Ah, I believe something happened yesterday as well. Oh, aye. aye. Well, this is going to be the highlight of the podcast. I, I wasn't sure if we should have up. We're only a minute in you're telling us the highlight. Don't do that. <laughs> I was going to say leave it till two minutes it. before the end. Oh, right. And then just say, look, coming up next, coming up next, and then we'll just leave it, and they'll need to listen all the way through to the end before we hear about uh, the gaffers, the drunken escapades. The gaffers gaff. Would you call oh, it gaffers gaff? Aye, but don't well, say we've... too much. We want to leave right. it. We, we, right. we really want to tease us, because it, it's worth it. Okay. It's not really, but we'll pretend it is. All right, well, yeah. What about you, Craig? What are you drinking? Well, I, I had a glass of water. But oh. since you said you had a beer, I thought Aye. I was going to open a beer, and I'm opening a Heineken. It's just one of those small cans. It's like a can of juice, but it's alcoholic. Oh, mine's just a 500ml number. I'm a big bad boy for me. I'm just Aye. simple. So, now that we've covered what we're drinking, uh, we'll go on to the, the charity bet at the weekend. Uh, once again, we went for a treble, which has been pretty successful. Um, we've had one winner, and the rest has been 2 out of 3. And the weekend... Uh, Went two out of three again. Uh, I believe Harry's, it was yourself that came up with it, wasn't it? Yep, let down by Dundee United. Which is a, a familiar saying, mind you, at least we don't support Dundee United, that would be worse. Um, so we had Forfer and Wraith, both teams to score, which came in easily, 3 2 3 to Forfer. We had Hibs minus one, again, easy. They won 3 0. And we had Dundee United minus one, and they did win, but 3 2. So no joy with that one. And Did that not go to extra time? Extra time. time. I went to extra time. It was 2-2 really. Not that you and know then, from the BBC site because it's rubbish. Like, I'd followed well, the scores on the day. But tonight I went uh, to refresh my memory. I went to BBC site and at times it's as if these games didn't exist. It's nothing it's, new. But the BBC website is awful. I think you're often better on the uh, SPFL website. Because yep, they, they were updating the scores... Just as they happen, basically. You struggle even on the BBC website to get a report of these games. Yep. Have anything that happened? Um, the the, the other charity... did the... Oh, sorry, John. Carrick. On you go. No, on you go. I was going to say the way it worked out was pretty disappointing because the Hibs game was on a Sunday. 
and the Dundee United in the Forfar Wraith was on a Saturday, so we were burst before the Hibs game even took place. Aye, Gaffer doesn't Gaffer needs to worry about that. Yeah. Well, he needs well, to the, thing was, the thing was, though, <laughs> that it was Dundee United that I thought was the, the banker. Yeah. And I think they were 1 0 up, and I thought, oh, here we go. But... Uh, but as well, first goal scorer, we went for Greg Spence of Aloha, but unfortunately, much as Aloha won 3 0, that never came in either. He uh, scored. Did score. And Aloha are in great form. They are certainly a team to watch. That was another one that I tried to look who scored first, and I'm trying to, it was from memory, was it something like Fitzpatrick? Yep. Kilpatrick. Uh, Kilpatrick. Kilpatrick. Yeah, yeah it was uh, because the BBC site wouldn't tell me. Yeah. But as Gaffer says, right, rubbish. As Gaffer says, the SPFL <laughs> website seems to be the place to be. Yeah, pretty decent. So, Close again with the treble. I think we're going to. Gaff, well, Hamish, we have decided that treble seemed to be the way to go this season. So we need to give it a name, a fancy name, seeing as it's always going to be a treble, maybe. I think we will sit to that. What can we call it? Podcast. Uh, oh, come on. You've got to do better than that, <laughs> Hamish. Come on. I, I can only think of rude ones. Uh, right, cool. We're after nine o'clock. That is technically after nine o'clock, but I'm not sure how people would appreciate me using a naughty word when they're listening on the school run. Well, a, a lot of people listen on the school run. Uh, it's an ideal time to listen to the SFF podcast. I thought people listen to it when they're trying to go to sleep. Oh, there's a guy at my work. Yeah, I, he listens when he's trying to go to sleep. He says that my voice is very soothing, and I take that to mean boring. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I started earlier by saying it was like a threesome on tonight. So is it is it anything rude that follows that or? You, no. you know, say you can't I'd say. I best not say. Yeah, yeah. Right. So right. the podcast treble is the best that we can come up with. Right, listeners, if you have a suggestion what we can call the treble, please tweet us. Aye, because yep. frankly, I'm disappointed with. with You've no offered anything though. No, because uh, no, I'm leaving it to the listeners. I'm giving the listeners a chance of it interaction. Oh, so, I forgot the script. Sorry. Aye. So we'll see what we come up with later on for the treble yep. and the first goal scorer as well. Uh, last couple of weeks. Hey, hey, well, two weeks ago, actually, Hamish and me were on talking about the Scotland squad. We were a bit kind of, we weren't very uh, excited about it or happy about it. We were quite kind of down in the dumps. However, possible, possibly, we've got some positives to talk about from last night. I take it you both seen the game? Yep. And, well, probably most people have watched it. First half, we started off pretty well. First, say, 15 minutes. Created a few chances, looking in control, and then the Maltese had a cross into the box. Kaboom! I've been waiting to put that one in. Maltese cross. Come on. <laughs> and I, it was back to 1 0, and you're thinking, oh, here we go. Here we yeah, go. I tell you, it was a really good cross. It was, it was a Maltese cross, that's why it was so good. Bye. What, what were your thoughts on the game anyway? There's, there's the first 15 minutes, 15, first 18 minutes covered. Right, well, well, I think, uh, I think the uh, first thing was that we Gordon sprung a surprise on everyone because we just thought it was going to be the same old team getting selected. But aye. no, he suddenly puts in Patterson at right back and plays the 19-year-old Burke. Are and you no... sure that Patterson was at right back, Hamish? Because I was watching Sky and it quite clearly said that he was in the middle alongside Roberts. Robertson, aye. Aye, they had it all wrong. Right? <laughs> they, they are bad for that. Yeah. You would think I think, get I think like we were right. playing a 4 Two, three, one for me. I yeah, I would agree with that, yeah. Even though I Sky had it as four four two with Burke up front. Uh, it was kind of like Burke, Ritchie and Snodgrass within a line behind Martin, which I was surprised that Martin started and wasn't uh, Stephen Fletcher. Yeah, he didn't 
well, he didn't do very much, but he did score. Ah, he scored one goal, but he's... But I could have scored that. I'm not too sure about him, I've got to say. Yeah, I'm not convinced either. However, maybe, I don't know, maybe he could do the job. We'll see. Uh, but I, the, the surprise, certainly, as you say, was Partison starting. Good, it was a good surprise, because he certainly deserves a start, but he's actually playing where Hutton's not. Did you, oh, mind you, did you see them cut to Hutton and how like happy he looked to be on the bench? No, I didn't did see that. Did you spot that? No. Oh, he had a face like fizz. Did he? He, he, he wasn't happy. He needs, a, he needs a wee bit of a shake. Well, I, think it, I think it's good now that he's he's probably realising that he's got to start putting in the young guys and bed them in the team because Patterson, what, he's only 21. Yep. So he's probably got a good future ahead of him. And likes a hut and, you know, it's going to be retiring soon. Aye. But it's quite, uh, to, be, to be fair, the actual team itself had quite a kind of low average age, I would have said. Because you've got Hanley at 24, Robertson, 22, Buck, 19, Barron, 26, which is no bad for a Scotland player. Uh, Ritchie, 26, Snodgrass, 28, Martin, 27. So you only had Fletcher and Martin and Marshall that were above 30. So actually, that's good. Plus as well, folk that were on the bench as well, some of them. Pretty good age as well. So I maybe a lot more to be excited about than we thought after the squad was announced. Yeah. I think I think in the game, though, that uh, the ref did us a few favours in the match. Oh, definitely. Uh, even, I think, for the second goal we scored, Hanley looked like he had fouled the guy. Uh, and everyone seemed to stop, but then the ref waved play on. Yes. The guy went off in a stretcher, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look much to me, but then uh, he went off. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it was more serious than it looked. Mm. Was, was it a knee in his back? I don't I think, think Hanley, it was meant. Hanley's a bit robust. I think, I think it was meant. Uh, there was a few challenges from Hanley that were a bit kind of... Elbows in the back, knees in the back. He's quite a clumsy player, though, isn't he? Yes. That, that, that was probably the only, the only real negatives I can think of from last night is the centre-back pairing. Neither yeah. of them are playing. In the champ- in championship teams, it wouldn't be so bad, maybe, if they were better teams. Blackburn are down near the bottom of the league. Um, Gordon Greer's keeping Hanley out of the team. And also, Blackburn have now signed Charlie McGrew. So, I don't know what's happening there. Oh, mind you, Hanley's in Newcastle, sorry. Apologies, yeah. he moved on. I think it is. Uh, that one. I think it is a position though that we've not actually got many good guys at centre half. There's not. The hope is that the likes of maybe Suter develops, but yeah. see what happens there. I wouldn't be averse to Christoph Bera playing there. I, I don't actually know though if he's playing regularly for Ipswich, but they've got to do something because that, that was the, on, the only negative. Because Walter looked like any time they could have tried to play or put cross into the box, they were going to maybe score. But they're just, I don't mind Russell Martin, but Hanley's just, uh, he's far too careless, as you say, Hamish. Um, did you see what he did? Uh, there was a, a chance for Malta, and the ball was hit straight at Marshall. Marshall knew very little about it, but his positional sense was good enough so that the ball bounced off him. And uh, it turned out that it was offside, but as that happened, Hanley turned at the linesman, put two arms in the air, and then a Scotland player cleared it. Like a, a rushed clearance bounced right off Hanley's arm, and luckily the ref had blown for offside already. But Hanley wasn't even watching play; he was too busy with his arms in the air, potentially giving away a handball for a penalty kick. Yeah, and I wouldn't have been happy with that. He got away with it, but it's just that that kind of thing stands out to me that you play the whistle. Do you not play centre back at fives? Maybe you could play for Scotland. Well, it's you know what, stop. right? I'm, I, right, I'm no kid, no, and I think I could, right? See if you're looking for a centre half that can kick the ball out of the pitch quite yep. far. Right. Right. 
I've no touch. I just okay. if I kick it away. I stop people from playing. Yep, I'm your man. So you're a bit yeah. like Harley then, maybe. I can't Similar. tackle. I can't. Re- I've not really got a touch, but I can right. kick the ball pretty far well. out the pitch. Yep, I'm well, your man. If you're listening, Gordon, get down to a uh, rat block. Get down to that block. I don't yep. like head on the ball either. So All right, okay. <laughs> right, okay. But, other than that, yep. Other than yeah, that, yeah. you're you're in there. Okay, Habeas, what, what position do you play? Do you play? Do you still play a bit? Uh, no, I've hung up my boots now, but I was more a sort of right-sided midfielder. Oh, well, you win to get a game. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of good options there. Snodgrass position. Oh, Snodgrass was... Uh, uh, that was one thing we were quite excited about with Snodgrass coming back, I think, Habeas. And he, he delivered. Yep. Definitely. He was, he was man of the match, scored a hat-trick. And... Could add more. Yeah, the header as well. I think in the in the first half did we not have him out playing wide right? Yeah. But then we brought him into the middle for the second half and it made the difference. Definitely. And the header was unlucky because he, he did pretty much everything right. Headed it down into the ground, it just so happened that he headed it. Yeah. But again, you've got to say that the referee, again, when he gave us a penalty and sent their guy off. Yeah. And that, that really did gift us the game, basically. And I've watched it again this afternoon, and I can't see any fault whatsoever. Aye, I'm the I, same. I, can't, I couldn't see any touch at all. I've seen a still image that was brilliant. There was nothing there. Uh, Chris Martin himself was saying that uh, he didn't feel a touch at the time. He certainly wasn't claiming for it at the time. Uh, I was a wee bit disappointed in the, the commentary team. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Ian Crocker and David Proven as well. Uh, yet, they didn't seem to know what was going on at that point. They, they yep. weren't sure if it was a penalty, what was happening. And yet, when you seen in the replay, the referee instantly pointed to the spot. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, you don't normally hear that kind of thing happening uh, in the, the English Premier League. Is there, a, is there a difference? Are they kind of stuck with a, a limited feed when they're up in the gantry? It just seemed a bit, I don't know, unprofessional is the wrong word, but they should have known because the ref was quite clear in pointing to the spot at the time. Not sure about that one. Sp- about that. But going back to positives about the game, and maybe slightly surprising in terms of where he played, because Strachan does like him, barring him playing centre midfield. I don't think we'll do that against better teams, but it kind of worked quite well, especially with Fletcher playing a more natural role for Scotland than he has in the past in terms of just sitting, protecting the defence. Not really had much to do in terms of protecting the defence, but I thought Barnum was a favour, didn't he? He did. A few years ago, he kind of burst onto the international scene, and uh, you got the. The, the YouTube highlights to, to show that he's a, a world-class player. But then is this Fletcher or Bannon? Bannon. But then oh, he, he just kind of slipped away a wee bit. So it's good to see him coming back. By all accounts, is he's really good with Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, fans seem to kind of really have taken to him. So I thought that he's still a good age, 26, so plenty of kind of football ahead of him. So that was positive. And then I thought Forrest would have probably started after the start he's had. So there was options off the bench as well. I think, I think Richie played really well, though. Oh, he did, yeah. He he was basically involved in all the goals, getting yep. his crosses in. Yeah. Was it his cross that came in for the single? He set up at least two. Uh, is that yeah. the one that was the, the low cross that was just, it was inch perfect? Yep. It was uh, probably one of the best uh, crosses you'll see. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, that was Richie, yeah. There was a yeah, lot. It was it was just inch perfect the way it curled in past the, the first defender and really set up for a. Pretty much a tapping. There was a lot of really clever passes that he had. Um, whether it was either crossing it in terms of for a header or crossing it just for four to run in behind. 
the other thing as well was obviously Martin scored and Fletcher came off the bench and he scored, which I know folk would, would don't maybe we would rather maybe have other folk in the score in terms of strikers, like the Rhodes, McCormick. Obviously Griffiths was withdrawn from the squad for injury, so yeah, Fletcher also missed an absolute sitter which led to the, the last goal it was an open goal it was a pass was not us it was a really clever pass <laughs> for the hat trick <laughs> I thought the, the defender uh, it was it reminded me a wee bit of a game of fives when you can't be bothered you're just you're getting beat and you just <laughs> want to to go back to just the full time whistle to uh, the defender on the line just uh, he got done Snodgrass, I would have hit it as hard as I could. Yeah, Snodgrass is obviously the international player. He knows exactly what to, you just take a single touch, and the defender just gave and almost just said, "Look, just score." I just can't be bothered anymore. One thing I did want to touch on, and you'll probably be best to answer this, Craig. Lee Wallace obviously got called up for the Scotland squad, then withdrew, and I believe went to Linfield with the Rangers team. Did he play? I think he never played. He went and it was quite clear that he wasn't going to play. There was a lot of people were a little bit unhappy about that. And I don't know, see if somebody's injured. I'm not really bothered what they get up to as long as they don't take the piss, as long as they're not away mountaineering or up climbing walls or, or stuff like that. If they're injured, they're injured. So whether he wanted to stay with the Scotland squad or go with his uh, pals at Rangers, it doesn't bother me one bit. If he had played in the friendly then I would be unhappy. I think I would feel cheated because don't lie. That's that's for sure. Uh, if you don't want to play for Scotland, say, right? And I'm sure that we'll all have a wee moan and then move on. But don't lie. But, but as far as I can tell, he was injured. Uh, I'm sure that he'll feature in some part in the old firm. That seems to be the priority for some of the players. Uh, if he does, I'll probably have a wee moan inside, but since he's a Rangers player, I'll let him off. He gets a free pass. Do you remember there was a talk that if players withdrew from internationals, they, they wouldn't be allowed to play in the next picture? I think, I think it should be frowned at upon. One point. It should be frowned upon, certainly. Uh, injuries do clear up in a week, uh, but I don't know. It just seems a bit suspicious when you see it, uh, if it's too blatant. We'll see. Uh, they had Rangers played Halliday at left-back. Uh, I think that's a position he's played before, so that could be a view to playing Halliday in the, the old firm game. I, I don't know. What's your view on the, the Wallace situation? Should he have went with the Scotland squad? Should he have stayed at home? Should he have I don't think necessarily quiet? He seemed to be. A, I've seen pictures on social media whereby he was like, obviously on the bus and going to the Rangers game and seemed quite happy. Plus, he has, I think, mentioned before that he's, I think, he was mentioned before that his Rangers are more important to him than Scotland, which I don't know. I know maybe some players would say that about their clubs more important country, and maybe fans would say it as well. But I think if you're getting called up for Scotland, you don't say that kind of thing. That club, you, that I think you just. I think it's sensitive about it. I think be professional about it. Yeah, uh, I think players are yeah. There's players that are not in there. I know I talked about Shinny. I'm pretty sure he'd be desperate to be in the squad. Um, interestingly enough, Strachan never even called up anyone to replace Wallace, so we went in with one, just one left back. So if something happened to, happen to Robertson, I don't know. Maybe Anya would have played there. I don't know. Um, I think it's just yeah, maybe be professional about it. The end of the day, he might be injured though. No, no, I think he. I don't think there's any doubt he's injured, but I think he. I don't know. There's been. I, the, I think it's just the fact that it. he's, you know whether he's going to play in the old for much this week. I dare say Griffiths will be the same. Griffiths will probably end up playing, but I don't. I think yeah. Griffiths wants to play for Scotland. I'm not sure whether Wallace actually does want to play for Scotland. 
I guarantee the two of them and Tierney will all be playing in the old firm match. Yeah, uh, they may have done the same if it was uh, a league game. If it was uh, perhaps a, a cup game against a lower league opponent, they, they may well have sat out. It's, it's something we don't really know. We don't really know what's been said behind closed doors. And it might turn out that all three of them don't bother playing in the old firm because they were genuinely injured. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But anyway, uh, back to the positives. It, I think we mentioned before, Italy and Croatia struggled to 1-0 wins in Malta. So the fact we hammered them 5-1, maybe, maybe it could be a good campaign. It could have been a really good day yesterday with the fact Slovenia drew at Lithuania and then England were, were close to drawing with Slovakia as well. But we know what happened there in the 95th minute or something like that. I okay. think it's was it not good though that uh, England won. Cause... I don't think so. Well, I think we want somebody to run points. away with it. I, don't I, think, think, so. I, I think England will win the group quite easily. So then it's probably best that they're actually beating teams that then we'll be up against. I agree. So they'll have less, less points? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yep. I'd rather England drop points. Right. Although, uh, before the... the uh, you managed as well, started, pressure on Sam. Well, see this, Sam, the dunce in charge of England, the guy doesn't even know how to manage people. He says, oh, I really gets to play wherever he wants. Who am I exactly, to, to pick to tell him where to, to play? What an idea. <laughs> You're only the England manager, that's who you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, well, I, I can't believe he said that. In my opinion, that one comment, he's lost the dressing room. He's, he's a dunce, but... Not a fan then, Craig, no. No, after that comment, no, I, I, I quite liked him, actually. But no, after that comment, no, he's not a manager. He's embarrassed himself since... I think England, they've got the players certainly to do well, but I don't think Sam Allardyce will have them playing attractive football. It's just it's just luck whether Rooney wants to play in midfield, defence. Rooney might want a wee shot in goals. <laughs> Sam's not going to do anything about it. He might do better than Joe Hart. Yeah. You would think, you would, I don't know. We'll see what happens anyway in this campaign. But at least we've got, we've got a, a nice game up next, home against Lithuania, so hopefully we can follow on from what happened in yesterday. Another three points, you would think, because the next two games after that are... Or tricky. I think again, Lithuania is it's a must-win if we want to qualify. It's definitely it's a must-win game. I think you're looking at winning all your home games, or at least take maybe 13 out of 15 points. I, I would say. See, one thing that was annoying me, and I don't know, I don't know if this is just me, right? But is it is it an overused? Is it is it a cliche when people say Scotland do it the hard way? I'm sure it was Ian Crocker said that during the game. I'm like, aye, okay. Aye, okay. maybe. Right. Is it? I don't know. I think it feels like we're kind of playing ourselves down so much saying that ah, we always do the hard way. No, no. Just, just go well, on just, it. Don't just feel sorry for ourselves. Aye. I, I, I watched it in the pub, and even at 5-1, there was still folk in the pub and boring. at Scotland being poor. You're like, what, what more do you want? Like, honestly. what? I think as well... A lot of fans seem to think we are got a divine right to beat all these teams easily. But we, Scotland don't generally do that. We beat the odd team, maybe Gibraltar, obviously we beat Comptable, but generally it's maybe one goal wins. We don't, we don't tend to hammer teams. Yep. So I think sometimes the fans need to have realistic expectations of, of where we are. To be fair, we probably expecting to beat Malta, though. You are, but I, hope so. I don't think anyone expected us to win 5-1 yesterday. No. It's not. It's a rarity for us to score five goals. So, and as you said earlier, I think maybe maybe Strachan has decided that I, some of these players, the likes of Naismith, Hutton, players that have not managed to get tournaments in the past, maybe they'll still be good to have a week the squad. 
but there's a there's a shift in terms of personnel in terms of who starts, which can only be positive as well. I think he needs to do something because I think the the knives were out for striking. I think that there is a lot of people turning against him, and one easy way of doing that is to start playing youth because people are more forgiven. Uh, they wouldn't have forgave him if we'd been beaten three 0 of them, uh, but. If we don't do well in this campaign and he has started blooding youngsters and he has set us up for a brighter future, then I think people will be more forgiven. I think he knows that. He's a savvy guy. But I even heard talk from some folks when it went to one all or get struck it out. Like straight away as soon as it went one all, it's like the campaign's only just started. Don't be wrong, if we had drawn yesterday, you wouldn't be happy with it. You're hoping, to, obviously expecting to win yesterday, but... <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. I've, I've criticised Strack a wee bit in myself, but yesterday we, we did see a change, um, and most of it was positive. So we'll see what so happens very the excited. campaign. Did you hear any of the interviews pre-match? He, he was very enthusiastic. It was almost as if he's uh, rediscovered his love of football. I think you need to be like that, because if you're not enthusiastic or passionate or excited about it, then it will just pass on to the players. Yeah, the players like surely that. want to hear that they're... They're, they're capable and after the game especially he said that the, the team had the know-how the the desire resilience and aye all positive language which is what you need I think and if you start talking negatively then it will just the players will be like oh well aye we'll just plod along and maybe we'll get a, a playoff spot so a bit of psychology positive psychology which is good yeah. anything else you want to talk about with Scotland game or mm. we've covered it um, yeah, covered I think I think uh, yeah, other than the fact that uh, Burke looked pretty good in the first half, but then kind of disappeared away. I know he's young. I know there's a lot of hype surrounding him. Uh, but he did look quite exciting. Maybe maybe trying to impress a little too much. There's one time he ran the ball out of play. Yeah, but then it was pretty good that we had the options of Forrest and Anya coming off the bench as well. Aye, Anya needs a kicker, I think so. Aye, he's it's, it's it's, it's taking it too far. Other than that, he's, he's all right. Just and you're hair. just jealous of his hair. Well, he's got, he's got better hair than me. So yeah. He's got better hair than both of us. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's got more hair than maybe the three of us put together. It's not hard. But aye, we'll move on to the, the predictions. And then once we have our predictions, we can then see the thoughts are in the charity a bit. Good thinking. Uh, so we've got a wee game first up at the weekend. Uh, what game is that again? Oh, aye, Celtic and Rangers. Aye, I've, you noticed earlier on I called it the old firm. And I'm going to repeat that because I'm going to people up. So the old firm. But everyone else is calling it the old firm, aren't they? In the papers or the media, it's not going to change. Yeah. This is and Weather. also. Well, here's another one. This is the umpteenth time that these teams have met each other. So oh, I lined up. The first time, the uh, first in the league, maybe. Well, first time that's in the, wind Is up, it yeah. first time in Scottish Premiership? You could say that. Yep. Well, it is that. It is that. Yep. When was the Premiership formed? Uh, that was when Rangers Scottish were Premier. in the third tier. Aye, so that's factual. Yep. Right. Uh, so, 12 o'clock kick-off on Saturday. Nice early one. So, everyone will be best behaviour. No one, you can't buy a drink before 12 o'clock, obviously, on a Saturday. Right. Yep. Scores. Scores on the doors. Right, as long as I don't get uh, my season ticket at Ibrox revoked, I'm going to go for a Celtic win. I'm going to go 3-1 I've got, I've got exactly the same score down I think Celtic are too good for Rangers just now 3-1 uh, I was thinking yeah, it's that same 3-1 uh, 
Uh, you've got odds on Celtic at 13 to 20 minute bookie. The draw is 16 to 5, and Rangers are 21 to 5. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, predict the stats 86% have went for a home win. Aye. Which maybe is a wee bit surprising when what happened last year in the Cup, but Celtic are a far improved side. The issue is going to be that Celtic will score goal, a goal or goals. Rangers will score a goal or goals, but I think Celtic will score more. There's only one thing I want to touch on in the game. In terms of, uh, will send off start, do you think? Oh, I think he will, yeah. He played at the weekend there. Uh, I remember, has he not been training with Rangers for quite a few weeks? Yeah, right? Why, yeah, oh, he's, he's got, he'll be able to slip into the team quite easily, yes. Um, Centre us and who then? Kiernan or Wilson? That's they difficult. started with Kiernan over in Ireland, did they not? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure who Warburton's favourite is. I would go with Kiernan. I think that Kiernan's the better leader than Wilson. I, I don't know. I think I'd go with Kiernan. I, uh, I'm not so sure about Hill just yet. Don't know enough about him. Okay. Not seen him enough. Um, so next up, we've got Aberdeen against Inverness. Talk is that Johnny Hayes and Ryan Jack potentially could be back for Aberdeen, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Craig, it has to be a home win. It has to be. I'm going to two 0 to Aberdeen. Uh-huh. Just, just getting a bit freaky. I'm going three 0 as well. Oh, Same well. as Craig. Right, this is nobody likes a copycat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the exact same as well. So that's both games so far. We've been up to all the same. Um, quite astonished at the odds for this one. Aberdeen a five to six. Yep. Which could be a, a consideration for the charity bit. The draw is 11 to 4, Inverness are 17 to 5. One thing I would say though about Aberdeen against Inverness, Inverness were one of the teams that Aberdeen struggled against a bit last year. However, uh, we've got a bit more about us in terms of physical aspect this season. So, see what happens there. Yep, and uh, the predictor, 91% have went for a home win. Still early days, there's not, not too many people predicted, but an idea how the, the general feeling is. Um, we've got another 3 o'clock kickoff, Dundee against Kilmarnock. Uh, we'll go with you, Hamish, first, so that uh, we are clues to copy each other. I'll see if Craig copies me. I'll go 2-1 to Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. Sorry, sorry, 2-1 to Dundee. Oh, oh, you're kidding me on. No, that's not right. No. Take his first answer, John. Reverse psychology, though. I was, I was going to go 2-1 as well, oh, which would have been okay. Aye, to Dundee. It would have been okay if you'd went with Kilmarnock. <laughs> um, Dundee are one of these teams that kind of frustrates you with productions. No, I can't quite know what it's going to get. But, uh, I'm going to go 2 0 actually. I think Kilmarnock are maybe been a bit better. Tom Haley signed for Dundee. He did, aye. That's a good uh, sign. I'm thinking as well, Kilmarnock might have a, had a, much as it was a while back now, they might have had a boost with the, the result against Rangers. So I'll go for a Desmond, 2 2. The odds in on this one, Dundee are 10 to 11, the George 13 to 5, and Kilmarnock are 16 to 5. Nothing much uh, in the predictor. In terms of stats, they're 58% for them. We've got, well, I say they're all three o'clock kickoffs apart from the Celtic Rangers game on Saturday, so we have Hamish, his hearts against Hamilton. Definite home win. I think hearts will be really strong at home this season again, so I'm going to go 3 1 for Hamilton. 3 1, you're going. That was close there, Hamish. That was close. I'm going for 3 0. 3 0. Um, I'm going 3 1. I think hearts defence is maybe still. Piecing together. So Hearts are 13 to 20. 
the draws three to one, and Hamilton are twenty two to five. Um, Predictors got ninety two percent for the home win, with two 0 being the most popular. Two 0 being most popular. Uh, we've got Partick Thistle against St Johnson. I'll let Craig go first. This I'm going to go one 0 Right, okay. I'm going. I'm going for a draw here, one one. Yeah, I'm thinking a draw as well. However, uh, I'm quite intrigued by the the odd moment bookie because Partick Thistle were nineteen to ten at home. Which I think is pretty generous. The draw was twelve to five, and St John's lost six to four. I know it's part of this sort of like uh, like what Pogba. Pogba's gone, so we'll we'll not be getting Paul Pogba coming to watch part of this this season. And the predictor is pretty ixy pixy. It's about thirty percent for the home away Andrew. Uh, last but not least, we have Ross County and Motherwell. Motherwell have lost Marvin Johnson, so a bit of creativity lost on their side. Though they've got a winger on loan from. West Ham, is it Bellic, I think? Yeah, I'm going to go for a Ross County home one, two, no. Craig? I've not, I've not picked a, a Paul Band, so go for it. I'm a Paul Band. Nil, a Paul nil. Band? Right. Oh. So I was a nil-nil in the, in the league. So says Do you want Band. A, well, I should have given you the start first of all. Do you want to start? Go for it. Right. There have been over two and a half goals scored in Motherwell's last six away games, and you're going for a Paul Band. You're going against... Form. Well, aye. Paul Band ignores form and he goes for fact. <laughs> fact over form. Well, clearly no, because this is... We'll see. It's fact. Uh, it's fact. We'll see. Uh, I fancy County for a home win, so I'm going Ross County 2, Motherwell 1. Uh, County are even money. Okay. The draw is 13-5 to and Motherwell are 11-4. to So there was a... F- oh, you give your stats. There's 3%. And uh, those predicted on the forum have went for a nil-nil, so they'll be getting three points. <laughs> Was that maybe just you? <laughs> <laughs> I've not gone in yet, so I'll be boosting that figure up. Uh, so there was a there was a few there that we all thought the same. However, what have you guys? Hey, shall start with you because you are the tipster. What could yeah. tipster treble? Would that yeah. be good? Tipster tip, treble. A tipster treble. Tipster, would that be good? It could, it could be a good one. Yep. Aye. Well, I was thinking Aberdeen, Celtic, and Hearts, but I know Craig's got different. Yep, I was thinking Aberdeen, so I agree. Wraith Rovers at home to Falkirk at 75 is very tempting, and Queen of the South at St Mirren is 25. So that was my oh. treble. I think oh. if we went, see if we went for Celtic, I think I really would see it. I probably, uh, <laughs> it would, uh, I wouldn't be allowed back in. If I predicted a Celtic win and put money on it, we're probably we're probably right to take Celtic out because they're odds aren't great. There could be a sending off as well, which can match abandoned maybe. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Well, if you, eh, you never know. There, are, there is the chance of a red card though, and then oh, red cards. That's what, what, what's the odds on a red card then? That might be a better bet. Yeah. Well, what, if we get an order, order red card. what I hope happens is uh, uh, Scott Brown scores an own goal. He gets that annoyed. <laughs> he puts the linesman in a headlock and then gets sent <laughs> off. Oh, I was hoping for an RKO. No, oh, no, he's not a violent man. It was just it was an overreaction, and he did apologise as he's walking down the tunnel. But too late. All right, I forgot order a red card yet. I wonder. It's normally about five. Is it? Oh, I mean, surely that would be a good probably not, probably not for that much. I reckon it'll probably be about four to one. <laughs> no, I don't think there'll be a card. I don't think that the talk will be about Barton kicking off. Barton, 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 I don't think I don't think that'll happen. 
I think that could be like Brown will do a lot of mouthing off, but I think that he's he's actually getting pretty good at that, uh, keeping a lid on it, and and he knows how far to push it without going too far. And Barton, I don't think a kick off. I've not seen anything to suggest that in his time so far in Scottish football. I bet it's, it's there'll be some some there'll. It's not going to be a friendly. And Cranchard, he just wants to tapped. cuddle people. I don't know if you're ready. He's in the hatred to make friends. Well, uh, what, Simonich? He's Croatian, isn't he? Isn't he? Is he? He's injured. Aye, but he's still Croatian. Whether he's injured or not. <laughs> They're maybe pals. Being both Croatian. No, like I'm in Scotland's pals. No, <laughs> super jealous. They're both Croatian. They're both pals. Um, right, what about... Uh, oh, mind you, Arlo and Livingston are both doing pretty well, aren't they? Arlo are 65 at home to Livingston. Yeah. Are Arlo still on their crazy run? Yes, yeah. they are. See, that, I had the guy down to score first, this Kilpatrick guy. Because right. Arlo's last four home games, or, sorry, last four games, they've won 3 0, 4 0, 2 1, and 5 2. So they're scoring the goals. So but, they are, but they are playing Livy, who I think will be quite good in that league. Aye. So maybe we'll swerve that one. Yeah, well, how about. Uh... Well, Peterhead, Peterhead at home to Queen's Park. Peterhead are eleven to eight. Oh, by the way, have you have either of you seen Queen's Park's new mascot, Webster? No. 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 Oh my. Oh my. Right, I'm going to send you a picture. Right. Yeah, no, okay. This is right. I'm I'm not sure. Is that a clean picture? Aye, but I'm not sure. Oh, it's safe. Laughable, I don't know if you can if you can say the name of what this looks like on the podcast, but you could yeah. perhaps You're say such that. A tease, Craig. You're such a tease. Aye, well, it, it looks like a character that used to appear on the side of Jam Jars. Oh, it's, right, okay. It's not really suitable for 2016. I think you can say what the character is. You're not going to get into trouble. I, uh, well, surely you know what it is if it's on the side of a, a Jam Jar and it's no longer allowed. <laughs> uh, well, maybe scrap Peterhead. I've just realised Peterhead are bottom of the table, so maybe scrap that one. Right, anyway, I think Aberdeen... We're agreed yep. on that. Right. Yep. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. If I was to, to go, I think Wraith Rovers at home to Falkirk. Wraith Rovers How, where are you there. getting that from, Wraith Rovers home to Falkirk? Are they not at home to Falkirk? Aye, they are at home to Falkirk, but Falkirk are a good team. Uh, Wraith Rovers, uh, not started, well uh, Wraith Rovers have been doing really well, yep. and Falkirk are not doing very well. Go with that. Hey, but she was questioning me there. I'm questioning Yeah, because Falkirk have come good. He's I'll asking for our tips, then he's questioning them. Aye, I've got no I doubts about Falkirk coming good, but aye, I'll go cruising with, for a bruising. I'll go for two against one I'm getting ganged up on. Uh, who's the third? Well, what, Craig Prickett, Simon, we don't well, want him. Well, you've both had a south. pick. You've both had a pick. He's just ready to have a go, hasn't he, Hamish? Right. Well, I've got Queen of the South away to St Mirren. Queen of the South. 8-5. What about Brecon? Brecon yeah. against Airdrie. Brecon has started well. Let's see. What's the odds on that one? Breaking a 29 to 20. 29 to 20. Oh, just not. Right, oh. we're going with that then. Right, breaking. Yes, we'll go breaking. 29 to 20. Cause it's getting late. It's not really getting late, but. Aye, but it's got to be a time of 10 o'clock. Right, okay. Uh, so what's the highlight? Right. Hamish's highlight of the weekend. Oh no, do you want me to add up how much. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you'll we'll jump in. We'll that. Hamish wants to watch Ray Donovan. Come well, on. Right, breaking. 29 to 20. Ray Throwers 75. Aberdeen 5 to 6. The treble. Ten pound on the treble works out one hundred and seven pound eighty pence. That's if we put a tenner on the tenner's courtesy of McBookie, the good guys. Bet all your money there. Bet your mortgage payment at McBookie. And Kilpatrick of Alloa is the first goal scorer. Bet. Right, Hamish's highlight. Right, go for it, Hamish. No, you, Craig, you're going to take about it. Or 
All right, all right. Well, well, right. I, well I wasn't there though. I didn't I see you it. I heard about it. All right. Right. I heard about this. Aye. It was it was a wee bit like the Lemmy sketch. It <laughs> sounds like uh, the one she's turned the Wayne's against us. Uh, it was a wee bit like that, but it had nothing to do with Wayne's. But so carry on, Hamish. The big Wayne. Ah, so. I was having a few beers watching the football yesterday, the England game, and then I thought I'll nip over to Tesco and uh, get another couple of cans for the Scotland game. So I put on a jumper, went across the road, and the tall girl tells me, you do realise you've got your jumper on the wrong way round. And not only that, your fly's down as well. Oh, egging your chin flying low. <laughs> right. Did they call Which it that on the East true. Coast? Did you say that on the East Coast as well? Egging your chin flying low? No. No? I you don't think anybody take. says that, John. I've never heard that before in my what life. If you know, what, 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 would you, what would you call it, Craig? What, your flies down? That's it. Aye. What do you call it, Hamish? Is that it? Flies well, down. The cage was open, but the right, monster was asleep. I've heard that one before. I, we didn't have that much information when you first told us it, Hamish, but, but now we know. Yeah. So, so what is it? Uh, egg on your chin? Something. Egg on your chin flying low. I don't know about this. This is just I, made up. I think you've just made that yourself up there, John. Don't made that right. up. We've got the podcast title, that's for sure. Well, there's a few. There's a few contenders tonight, but you'll need to find out where it is when you check on the forum or check on Twitter or wherever you listen to it. But, so, wait, no, but wait a minute, they'll have, they'll have downloaded it by now, by the time they're listening to this, John. You can't aye, give a for the title because it's happened. That's, why, downloaded I, that, it. that's why I said they'll find out. We've not decided the title yet. They'll find out. Well, they found out. It. No, they don't. There's a few contenders. Like, don't you be coming back direct to that podcast and think you're taking over the show. Come on. the time they hear this, they'll have downloaded it. <laughs> right, OK, well, if you're listening, you'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Even if you don't listen, you'll find out. You can just find out on SF <laughs> podcast on Twitter. And that is good night from me. Hi, well, thanks. thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on again. Night to night. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>